that really draws me to it is the etiquette, the civilizing quality of the sport. That's what does it for us. And we think that if, if our cricket is taught properly and played properly, that it could actually change society for the better. Can you paint a bit of a picture of Compton for us? Compton, is, it really looks like a suburban bedroom community. I think the tallest building in Compton is the, is the courthouse, the jailhouse. But you'll notice on all the doors and windows of the houses are bars, and those bars are there to keep crime out of people's homes. You know, good, good thing Australia doesn't have a lot of guns around here. Um, our, our young people get hands on guns and they shoot each other. They shoot each other over a look, what we call mad dogging. They shoot each other over the color of the clothes that they wear, a scarf or shirt or pants, which is red or blue or green. Or if you wander into the wrong neighborhood, uh, they shoot at each other if you're on the wrong bus. It's, it's a war. It, and, and, the, and the death that happens in these communities is the war statistical death. What's mad dogging? Mad dogging is when you frown at somebody with an ugly look like, uh, what's up, fool? kind of thing, you know, and you look at me, who are you looking at, fool, sucker? And next thing you know, these guys are going at each other, mad-dogging. And, and, and we learn in cricket that, that you don't mad-dog out here. When the umpire calls you out, unlike a baseball player which will yell at the umpire or spit in the face or, or something like that, um, you, you fold your bat and you walk off the field with dignity. If the bowler hits you, you don't, you don't rush out the bowl and try to beat him up as you see in baseball or basketball and those kinds of things. So we learn on the field in the heat of sweating and cold or pain and losing the game. We learn to check our attitude. So by the time we come off that field, beyond the boundary, into our regular life, we are different people. We are better people for it. It's a very, uh, it's a very formal structure, and as you, t- you and you talk about the etiquette of the, of the game. So how did these um, Compton youngsters react to this um, to this idea at first? The most reaction we got from them was. You know, cricket, what is that? You know, because they're not used to the back and forth running of a batsman, the flat bats, the leather ball, and, the, you know, hitting the ball around the field, you know, in any, any direction. That, that, that was more strange to them, I think, than the etiquette. I think all young people around the world, they want discipline in their lives. They want to be told what to do. I think one of the mistakes that we have made in society as adults is we have given children choices, and we cannot, we cannot give children choices. What, they just got here yesterday? How do they know what's right or wrong? They want someone to tell them what to do, and they took to that idea of someone telling them what to do and why they do what they do. And this is why it's stuck with those young people to their, into their adult life right now. We're talking to Ted Hayes on Afternoons. He is um, the co-captain of the Homies. The Homies and the Pops are a cricket team from uh, South Central LA and he's taking the, these these kids from these streets, teaching them the etiquette of cricket in the hope of giving them a better life. And now plenty of these kids, Ted, have been really bitten by this bug, so to speak, and, and are really enjoying it. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And, and we caught these young guys around 11, 12, 13, 14, mid, early and mid-adolescence. You know, some of them were like hard-nosed gangsters. Others, they were just nice kids trying to make it. Some of them were taggers on their way there. We caught them at the right age, and we fed them that seed, and they cultivated over the next 14 years into adult life. And they've been through some hard times, and they'll all tell you that cricket was the thing that kept them through. And so about giving them options, broadening their horizons. Yes, and, and now, please don't misunderstand. This is not just simple good sportsmanship conduct now. It's not just baseball, basketball, football, soccer, etc. Because this is not that. 
because there's a lot of young people who play basketball, football to get out of this circumstance and so forth, but then they, they still don't change. And some of our worst examples uh, of leaders in our community are athletes. Athletes, look at look at how athletes are behaving themselves, and they're getting a bit of that in cricket now. We, we're trying to get us back to the original way that village cricket was played in England. If the Brits never did anything right in their whole history, one thing they did do right, and that was they created cricket. Now, what we must do in this generation is take that lesson of cricket and really honestly apply it. And I believe that if cricket players, from professional down to schoolyard cricketers, if we play the game correctly and our fans look upon that, I believe that we can actually change the world for the better. I'm just trying to imagine, uh, because you've mixed this, um, you've mixed the game of cricket with these kids that had probably never even heard of it into into hip-hop, and um, there's probably quite a few people out there thinking never the twain should meet. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, 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 right. Well, Theo, Theo and I, the core of my sons, and I'm really honored to, to be able to actually play hard competitive sport with them together, but also to see them take this uh, concept called hip-hop cricket rap and apply that to young people and to the world is a wonderful thing, and we believe that that is going to actually change the genre of music in the future. The Guardian voted the Compton Cricket Club's rap the number one cricket song of all time, I hear. Absolutely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a classic for years and generations to come. Thanks, Ted. That was Ted Hayes. We'll hear from one of the players next. Isaac is from Compton in downtown L.A. He's playing with the Homies and Pops cricket team. But first, before we do that, let's hear a little bit of this uh, hip-hop cricket song these boys wrote. And you just heard the hip-hop cricket rap for peace by the homies and the pops. We talked to the founder of the homies and pops cricket team who has taken these kids out of gangs off the streets of downtown Los Angeles and taught them how to play cricket. Let's talk now to one of the players. This is Isaac. Hi, Isaac. How did you get involved? Oh, um, Ted Ames, actually, um, is my father. He um, he realised I wasn't doing things correctly at home with my mother, so he figured, hey, you know, um, i got the sport that I'm teaching these boys in Compton, and I thought it can help you as well. So um, he brought me on. Of course, I wasn't at all with it, but um, I was kind of forced to play. And ever since then, it's, it's just stuck. I'm loving, I'm, I love the sport. And what do you love about it? Oh, just the fact that it's a, it's a it's a thinking game, you know. Um, a lot of kids where I come from, we don't think, we react. You know what I mean? And um, our reaction has kids in the twenty five to life. Our reaction has us dying in the streets because we don't we don't we don't take the time to to think things through. And in cricket, it's all a mental game. You know what I mean? You must play your shots. You must find the opening. So if you rush, you'll be out. You'll be out for the day. I mean, who wants to be out? Nobody wants to get out. You know, you only got one shot to bat. So that's how we look at in life. You got one shot at life, you know, um, make the wrong decision, you're slipping, you're dead. So that's why, I mean, the sport for me has just, truthfully, it's, um, it's, been, it's been like a medicine. It's actually helped heal um, some, of, some of my, my open wounds. So I, I can't be more appreciative of the sport. And how did you find it initially, just because, I mean, it is, um, there are a lot of rules. You do have to, um, you know, you can't argue with the umpire. You've just got to walk. How, how did you cope with that to start with, and how has it changed your life? 
Well, coming from coming from where I come from, you know, we don't we, we don't do it out of respect. You know, um, we look at it, you gotta you gotta give respect to give respect. And um, coming from Fitz, California, a lot of guys earn their respect by through violence. So when 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 I got these guys telling me what to do, obviously, naturally from where I'm where, where I come from, I'm not gonna be interested in listening. So you know, when I first picked up the sport, I didn't like it at all. I didn't want to play. I found nothing at all enjoying it. But as as I spent time watching from the sideline, and I realized, wow, this this is something here. Like it, it, it opened up my eyes. You know what I mean? And, um, I just feel like the sport has done so much for me. It's helped transform this young boy who was into a lot of violence and you know doing a lot of things that I shouldn't have been doing that could have brought me death and it helped me see a different side of life. It got me to the world. I was able to see, realize that, and you want to be involved in more and realize you want to live and not die. So that's pretty much that right there for me. And how are you finding mixing with um, some of our our Australian cricketers coming from um, you know what we see as the main streets of LA over here to Melbourne? And well, you know uh, Australia is a very competitive country. They 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 love their cricket, but they show nothing but love. I mean, they are teaching us. You know, we 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 hope that we can learn more from Australia. We think Australia is one of the greatest cricket countries there is. Now oh, that's fantastic. Now I could hear um I could hear somebody saying tell tell me about something just before you came on. What what was that? They were, t- they were telling me to uh, speak about the cricket rap music that we do. You know, it's all about um, the, the etiquette. It's all about the rules to the sport. And um, there's, there's a dance that goes along with it. And the dance has been pretty catchy. The, the kids love it. You know, we just hope that our music, from where we come from in, in California, the mean streets, can transfer over to the kids out here. Because, you know, music and hip-hop is so predominant right now in the world. And all, and all the kids are hearing is um, violence this, shoot this, uh, do that with the girl this. I mean, money is brainwashing the children throughout the world. And our music is strictly about where we come from, the same way as the rappers do. They come from the drug game or rappers come from the gang, the, the gang life. See, what we do is we come from the streets into, into cricket. So all of our music is representing where we come from to where we are now and to where we're going. It's all positive. Everything we do is positive. No negativity in any of us. And that's the way we feel is going to help transform the globe. And hopefully through this positive music, we can generate more funds to get facilities in Compton. We can generate more funds to spread cricket through America, through every inner, inner city. That way they can experience what I experienced. You know, I wouldn't be able to do music or play the sport or talk about it so freely if I didn't believe in it and if I haven't seen a change in myself. So we can pay these kids to play cricket. Now, for what we're doing is we're paying them to stop killing. We're actually paying them to change their mind state. And in time, over the years, they'll gradually change the way I have. And I believe that it can change the world. Can I ask you, just before I let you go, um, Isaac, who your favourite Australian cricketer is? Oh, well, Shane Warren's always been a favourite. You know, you got to understand, like, when we first started playing cricket, all we ever saw was Shane Warren. You know, but Brett Lee is my man. You know, we actually had a chance to meet Brett Lee, uh, uh, me, Brett Lee, last time we were here. He was very kind to us. Without, without even asking him to, he signed the bat. Brett Lee, probably for me, is just a stand-up guy. You know, I, I like his attitude. I appreciate him taking his time out during the session with, with the lease to actually check our hands and hear some of our story. So I'm, I'm going to go with Brett Lee and Shane Warren. Isaac, it's just been absolutely fantastic talking to you, and it's brilliant to have you guys here in Australia. Have a great time. I hope you win a game. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cricket. Yes, 
the balls, look at the bass from the street and concrete to grass and mass to play cricket. Kind of backwards, like, like I wear my hands instead of peace and love. Shove, shoot, and lose. Who ride? Who died on a drive by? It's not cute. I cool my head out. Get out the ghetto. What I ought to do? Fought a few hundred dudes. I can hunt them like food. Feeling fake. Yeah, I ain't about to quit. Just can't. I'm playing cricket now. So we can kick it now. Stick it out over the long haul. Make a phone call to the president. It's evident. I represent my hood.